0: My name is Elizabeth Lewis, and I'm the owner and CEO of Detroit Mom. As a teen mom, I know firsthand the feeling of isolation and the fears that come at different stages of motherhood. I spent half the time wondering where to find community and the other half dreaming of a way to create that community for myself and the women around me. No mother should experience change and challenges alone. I created this community and podcast to make sure women in my community are never alone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom Podcast. The intention of this podcast is to make sure you have a voice and your story is being heard. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis, and today we are back with... Dana, Christina, and Lauren, and in a previous podcast, which you should have listened to hopefully before you're listening to this one, we talked about trauma, me seeing a holistic doctor for the first time. And we kind of just wanted to come back on and give you some practical tips because I am all for leaving a podcast and feeling like I walked away with not only hearing a story, but something that is valuable and actionable. And so what I want to say to you is we all have something different, how we cope with it. And if you can find one of these things that works for you, and you know, obviously, we're all for professional help. (laughs) You know, if you desperately need medication, you need medication at all to cope, or you need to see a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, whatever the case may be. These are tips that or these are things that don't necessarily, maybe are not the typical, right, that someone's not out Typically, giving you advice on so, um, Dana. I'm going to let you start. Kind of how? Okay, when you were dealing with trauma, or you feel it creeping back up on you, or when you first, I think probably like let's go back to when you first started experiencing it. How do you, how did you cope with it, and then what did you do, or what do you do when you feel it creeping back in?
1: Yes. Yeah. So, so the first thing, as she had mentioned, therapy. So I have been in therapy on and off since I was a little girl.
0: When okay. you say on and off, so how do you see a regular therapist right now?
1: I do not right now. I was Dana. I was cut off <laughs> actually last April. And she wanted me to take some time to see and assess where I was. Okay. And to see if I had because she she kept like even in our last few sessions, she's like you're good. You don't need me. (laughs) And I'm like, I do need you. I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And what she actually suggested for me, which is interesting too, when we talk about therapy versus coaching, is she was saying as a therapist, we heal and we look from the past and bring you to the present. She's like, I feel like you're at the point now you're in present and you need to be coached into your future. Oh, I I love love that. that. Yes. And so for me, where I am right now, I have really implemented a lot of the techniques and things that she had given to me. But but it's interesting because they connect with even things that, again, I was doing as a child, but didn't realize it. So nature is super, super connective for me. So it, it just... And it doesn't even have to be a long time. I don't have to go anywhere far, but just being able to connect and release my mind from all of the noise because there's so much noise in my life. And then that's when I start getting anxious. That's when the trauma and all of the, I spiral into my own negative brain when too much noise and too much things are going on. So first and foremost, for me, I connect to nature and I'm very, very religious about how I start my day. So because I have children and I homeschool and they're always with me. (laughs) I was homeschooling even before it was cool for everybody to homeschool. (laughs) Um, I make sure I have quiet time every single morning. Yeah. Even if I have to do it a little shorter, I am very, very big into essential oils because, again, when it comes to that connectivity with the brain. So the only way to get to that olfactory is through your sense of smell. So you can actually reprogram through your brain and through sense of sm- trauma and, and wow. emotions and change those. And so for me, I start with like stretching. I have my diffuses and everything going, but it has to be quiet so that I can feel myself before I have to then present myself to the rest of I also am very like if I know that I'm going to be in a situation or a time where it's triggering I focus on my breath <laughs> and I usually have oils somewhere near me. I think there's <laughs> down there somewhere, right? So I focus on my breath and I bring myself down and I and I and I have little mantras I say to myself that I cannot control what is happening around me. I can only control how I react to it. You are okay, you are safe, Dana. You are enough. You are worthy. And for me, it it only takes two seconds. You know, I don't have to say it out loud where everyone's like, what is this crazy lady doing? Does it bring you back down? Like, it brings me back down.
0: I've heard, so I've heard breath work and again, referencing Gabby Bernstein, she said, put your right hand on your heart and your left on your forehead and breathe. Yep. And it creates a space, like a safe space. Okay. And it doesn't take long. And I was like, that actually makes sense. And she says she goes to bed every night with her hand on, one hand on her stomach and the other on her chest. And it's like a, a safety thing. So I'm going to try this tonight, guys. Yes. But that is such – there's a reason Apple was so smart and put that on our watches. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Do you, do you have anything else besides –
1: No, that, those are the main things.
0: I um, love those though. They're, yeah. they're easy things to implement for anybody who is not ready to take the leap mm-hmm. to therapy. Really good. Yeah. Christina.
2: So when trauma hits me, I would get explosive just – hyper busy, I'm going to start 27 new companies today. I'm I'm, I know this feeling. Because that was (laughs) indicating my worth.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, If someone didn't agree with me, I'm going to explode on you. I'm going to prove my point. We're going to have a 90-minute argument, and I'm going to win every single argument because then I'm worth something. Um, (laughs) What I really learned to bring me down was to shut up, to get quiet. So when I'm up here, Mm -hmm. I get quiet. I don't let my triggers run me now. So I get – really quiet I journal I'm a writer I journal a lot in nature another thing I get in nature with my dogs corny but Detroit dog rescue really 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 has been
0: a, a huge part of my healing you I, just wrote you just had a thing about this yeah, like yep. you felt uh, it I felt g- just explain like explain that yeah. yeah the dogs
2: that I rescue every day are abandoned neglected abused
0: yeah well, why am I so
2: drawn to them <laughs> I get you,
0: oh my god with Christina. my dogs like yeah. literally mine. Okay, so I yeah. thought about this this morning and I I'm so sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. I have to say this. Why did I create a community of women? So I didn't feel <laughs> a, like I'm literally sitting like literally I'm telling the you the first you guys. time I
2: sat with you and ate more queso <laughs> than I ever should have eaten in my life, I <laughs> saw all of this and I knew it would come late wow. but For real? the I'm going to start – and it's admirable. And when I said that your doctor was like, you are so strong and smart, I I knew. I was like, we are – we're just alike. We're so strong and smart. It's a compliment. We look at it like, oh, I've been able to cover all of this up. Oh, I'm so damaged. No. You are so smart and strong. And when you can learn
0: to just be quiet with it, all of the messages in your purpose will come to you. I need to figure that out. That's like this tarot cards, this whole intuition thing. I'm just like – journal.
3: You're
2: being called to it. It's
0: free, okay. I know. I need to You're free at the
2: write. start. I know. Free write. Just start free. My meditation coach showed me, you know, I write in a journal, mind, body, movement. I write how my mind feels, how my body feels, how it feels to move. I do that before
0: and after meditation. It's a total difference. Okay. So here's my question for people listening. Good. Do you use an app? I don't. Okay. I do. Okay. So Lauren, you'll have to share an app when we get there. Okay. So use a coach. I think- some people
3: are really okay with sort of doing leading their own or just sitting in silence. And other people are more linear and they need an app that's going to guide them through it. So I think you try both and then say, what works
2: for me? And you start off small. So many people think meditation is I'm going to sit here in silence for an hour. And yeah. the biggest yep. thing, you know, I I'm, I, want, I want to shout out Brandon Klein. The biggest thing he taught me is, and he's got shirts that say it, meditation is hard. To sit there, yeah. you gotta work your mind like a muscle. You have to work up to it. So I start off meditating for two minutes. I think people yes. are like, I can't do it because they think they're yep. expected to do it just off the bat for thirty yeah. minutes. But really, yeah. it's just getting quiet in yourself. And
3: yeah. meditation doesn't necessarily mean you're sitting on a pillow with your legs crossed. Like you can meditate walking through nature, driving your, your car. No,
0: <laughs> you know, Gabby Brincy is like, please don't close your eyes. As I was listening. <laughs> But no, I love that. And, you know, OK, so I didn't even know there was a thing such as a meditation coach. But why am I not surprised? <laughs> um, I think they're all I probably am in the point in my life where I need, you know, I Lauren and I joked when we were together last week, like I am her ideal client because, <laughs> 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 um, you know, I really want to help women in their first year of business, which would make sense as a doer. Whereas Lauren is at such a different, I am, I am hands down her ideal client, but that's so funny. Uh, okay. So, Lauren, yeah. Christina, first, do you have anything else besides no, just, those? Okay. Just,
2: and accepting, you know, accepting that you're having that moment and just, I'm like, I gotta get out in nature. I gotta journal. I, yeah, you know, you
0: it's so interesting. I need to figure out, and maybe I'm, I'm, Believing I'm not alone in this where you're just like accepting. Sometimes acceptance is so hard for me because I'm just like, no, this, no, like I control this. No.
2: Absolutely, and mm-hmm. you know, once you accept it, and I know we don't want to stand, but once
0: you accept it, it's amazing
2: how your gratitude transforms. Yeah, it's like, well, I wrote down that I'm thankful for my kids, but I was so busy trying to prove myself, yeah. I wasn't in the moment with
0: them. That the gratitude's a whole nother thing that I think people. You can write the same thing every day. You could say I'm grateful mm-hmm. my, for my kids, but th- what they're saying is be more specific, Absolutely. and say I'm grateful for this. Five minutes that I got to sit on the floor with my son and put a puzzle together. Absolutely. You know, or this five minutes I listened to him talk about Pokemon, Pokemon, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, right? Or my daughter talk about. Oh, my gosh. Hype house. You know, yeah, whatever yeah. the whatever the case may be, guys. Yeah. But I think that if you can take a minute and realize that gratitude doesn't have to be this extensive like, I am grateful for the seeds that are <laughs> exactly. in the ground that That's grew like, this grass and this plant. And <laughs> yeah. You could literally just be like, I am grateful for this moment. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so anyone listening, please do not think that gratitude or journaling – because I used to be like, dear diary, today <laughs> – I'm not kidding you guys. So when I go back and look at like what I thought a journal would be, I'd be like, dear diary, today was so amazing. I <laughs> know, yeah, exactly, I get like, it. Yeah, instead of – I need a little more guidance. Mom, why didn't you tell me that? You know. Okay, Lauren, so give us, give us all your tips here. Okay. Well, so I was just thinking back
3: to the very beginning of – as a still, stillbirth mama – right after the experience, the only way that I could heal my trauma was reading other people's stories, like on Instagram and books. I I don't know, stories for me were extremely healing for like my my warrior mama heart because I just felt less alone, you know, like in a really lonely place where, especially with stillbirth, like it's just, it's not as common and it's not talked about. So I just felt like so much shame and guilt around it. And I was like, you know, how, how could this have happened to me? Like this, you know, and so I really had to put myself in a place of like, Oh, I'm not alone here. So truly like stories were, were huge for me and writing myself, right. Writing to myself, sharing on social when I felt okay and comfortable to share, just writing, writing, writing. Like that, that was huge.
0: And I love Lauren, the, you, at least I don't think you do got, you know, I think when we share stories online, we're like, barely anybody liked that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I was at first like, I just want to hold this. I want this all to be for me. (laughs) Like I don't really, I just had been for so many years in a place of really sharing my soul and my heart with others so that they could like grow and learn. and, And I just really was such a giver that there was a part of me at that time that was like, I don't want to share this sacred experience truly because like, I, I just almost felt like I needed it to be for me. And then I finally like probably a week or two after I was silent long enough that like my mama like warrior heart was just like, Oh no, like this is not the time to be silent, Lauren. Like, you know, yeah. you needed it in the beginning and someone's going to need it. Yeah. So Gosh. and honestly, what I found by sharing was like amazing community. Like people bringing things to my door and dropping cards off in the mail. And just like, I just was so blown away by the generosity and then generosity created gratitude, which also same thing, like really helped ground me in this tr- very traumatic time and continues to. And, you know, I wake up every day and before I let, before I jump out of my bed, because trust me, as much as I want to be BB, I still have the doer within me. And with be- I stop myself from jumping out of bed and, and caring for the world. And I'm just like, what am I grateful for? And it can just be like, I'm grateful for my bed. <laughs> I'm grateful for, right. for the the heartbeat next to me. I'm grateful for the heartbeats like down the hallway. You know, I'm grateful for my son who's always with me now, my angel, you know, and like it's just spending that time and complete appreciation. And then honestly, some other traumatic you know, trauma healing things for me were being a part of, of groups, Detroit Mom Infertility and Loss Support Group, Citizen Yoga for those who are here in Michigan or in Cleveland, Ohio. And even, like you mentioned, the group we, we created, right? Retreat to Reclaim. Like that group is really just a group of souls who are together, like just really healing, healing all parts of themselves. It's not even about business, you know? It's So to me, it's like finding, finding, and trying out different things along the journey because I think Dana and Christina, you both mentioned so many of the things I do, right? Just feeling really connected in nature. There's so many ways. Like I did Reiki. I did aromatherapy. I did energy healing. I did uh, yoga. Like I, I literally forgot how to breathe. So I, I went through yoga teacher training just to remember how to breathe. <laughs> and the biggest thing of all was I just stopped. Like I just, just stopped I just kind of did nothing like I don't want to say did nothing but sort of did nothing for six months and allowed myself to just freaking hear myself for probably the first time in my entire life (laughs) and as a person who yes journals but also feels like not really great at journaling because I want to go back and like edit the things I journaled (laughs) and like revise things and like tear out pages because the writing doesn't look yes (laughs) this is me yes (laughs) Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, I, I needed to do and be in ways that I just hadn't before and yes. then fully accept the things that worked for me and the things that didn't. And, yes. and real surrender. I mean, it's real, real surrender. Every day, it's like starting anew and surrendering again, you know?
0: Oh, I love that. And, you know, it's I'm listening to all this stuff. And one of my biggest things, and I don't live by the water yet, but I will one day. Is the water is like my space, like my, like when I'm feeling that Mm. I go to it and everything just like, there's something about the water Mm. that takes me there and being outside, like walking is, I'm a, I'm a huge walker. So walking is the thing, but I'm sitting here listening. I'm taking all of this in. So for most, for anyone listening, I have not walked the journey yet of trauma, like accepting and healing my trauma. Um, So I will continue to share that with you because I'm sure there are several people listening that are in the same space that I am. So I'm going to take a lot of the advice that I just heard from these lovely ladies. Yeah.
1: So I'm reading a book about survival for an empath. And one of the things that she had mentioned is emerging yourself in water. So
0: really? Yes.
1: So for an empath, there's something relaxing about emerging your entire body in water. So I'm an empath,
0: so I wonder if this is why water for what? me You're is drawn like on to water. Yes.
1: Yep. yep okay. Yep. Not to get too woo on you guys.
3: <laughs> but, I love you know, it. Like that's why we're so affected by the moon, right? Because the moon is 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 the closest to the Earth, and it it changes the world, right? Based off on the amount of water in the world, and we're made up of water, right? So yeah. it's like there's a complete Whoa. attraction.
2: Happening, and yes. I, you know, it, that's a whole different
3: podcast. But I mean, <laughs> no,
2: surprise! not me. we had like that blood moon or something a week, ago, and I yeah. was feeling weird. I'm, oh I'm yeah, weird. like tracking the moon
3: in and of itself will absolutely tell you like when you're productive, when you're not, when you're gonna be feeling your trauma, when you're gonna feel alive. Like it's 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 amazing, but it's because of the water factor. Like, yes. We are made of water. Yeah.
0: So. Gosh, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is so good. We really are just energy. We like. <laughs> we are. It's so crazy. So I will walk you guys through that journey. You know, we we have so many more episodes to come. But thanks again for listening. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and more moms can listen. We hope you have a great day.